0: Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. Subscribe there, please. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm here with Tom Vanderford. We're going to talk a little bit of Ole Miss football. I know he wasn't on the morning podcast this morning, but we're not going to keep Tom from you. Tom's going to come on and have his say every week. We just wanted to talk about DeMond Williams and the Elite 11 this morning as well. Anyway, Tom. How you doing, buddy?
1: Hey, I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. I, I like old Demon Williams. I think after the first day, he's seventh in the 11. So, you know, and that's, that's. I'll take it. I'll take it.
0: Yeah, and this is, and, and I try to tell everybody, and people think I'm trying to make excuses for him, but I'm saying, no, this kid is this good, but it's even better when they're actually football being played. Because exactly. Because a camp, a camp setting is not built for somebody that runs 100 meters in 11 seconds. Right. Those guys, the effect that they would have on a football game, that's not being seen. This is, if you were that pocket passer, that statuesque guy, that um, Justin Herbert or Josh Allen type to stand back there and throw the football, this judges that. This doesn't judge the runaround stuff that like Patrick Mahomes and Kyler Murray can do. Yeah, Right. It's impressive. But anyway, Tom, um, the 2024 opponents were released – what was that Wednesday and mm-hmm. Ole Miss got, I, I, I'm going to be serious. Ole Miss got an unbelievably favorable draw. Uh, if you look at it, they play eight games. I guess down even the location of six of them. If you want to go back to Wednesday mornings, locked on yep. Ole Miss podcast, you can see it. The two that I missed is I had, um I think Auburn in place of Georgia and I had Vanderbilt in place of Kentucky for our best case scenario. And, uh, th- this this is pretty sweet. There's no excuse for the schedule if you don't win. That excuse is gone.
1: Oh, exactly. Exactly. And we'll have Walker Howard, mm-hmm. uh, I imagine. Uh, that'll be when we start the Walker Howard era. Uh, we'll have Quinchon for at least that year. Mm-hmm. And uh, so things things look pretty good. You know, another year to build the defense and get used to it. Um so, I, yeah, no, I loved the draw. I thought it was awesome. Uh, looking forward to it. Some of my friends were like, man, we really got hoodooed. And I'm like, no, we we really didn't. Uh, I'm okay with not playing Auburn and Alabama every year.
0: Or Texas and Tennessee.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm glad we've got Oklahoma. I kind of knew they'd throw that in there with the whole Levy you know, and and lane thing. I, I figured we'd get Oklahoma also, but yeah, you know, I I see Texas as a bigger threat in in the immediate future than than Oklahoma because they've just been recruiting better in the last couple of years. So I think we made out there. But if you look at it, what's weird, uh if you look at the old divisions, we're playing four SEC East teams, three SEC West teams and a Big 12 team.
0: Yeah, it makes no sense. <laughs> makes absolutely no sense. And yeah, if if you look at it, I, Oklahoma's getting to come to Ole Miss because it's a bucket list thing. Because Texas came in 2012, exactly. So they wanted to give them the SEC treatment. Hey, welcome to the SEC. They also have a road game at Tiger Stadium to get their fan base excited, and their fan base is unbelievably excited. Other than the fact that they only have three home games because of that stupid stu- neutral site game.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that stupid uh, neutral site game still goes on because they're both in the SEC now. So it's kind of weird how that works out. But I mean, Georgia and Florida are in the same boat. So,
0: you know, and, and, and AM and Arkansas because they want to copy Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> because it, it's like, hey, anywhere, I think Jerry Jones is just paying them a ton of money to do that every year. Oh, yeah. So, what what games. Coming from this schedule release, are you looking forward to?
1: Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm looking forward to LSU, of course, State, of course, Oklahoma.
0: Well, I'm not talking about Ole Miss. I'm talking about in the conference.
1: South Carolina.
0: You know, um, I let's see, I, I co host SEC After Dark with Corey Burton, and he co hosts his other podcast with a player former player from Georgia named Israel troop and Israel Troop said his least favorite place to play in the entire sec was South Carolina. So Ole Miss, if that South Carolina game is in mid November, which yeah. I think it could be that would help Ole Miss because Clemson's coming up because that game means everything to South Carolina. But if that game is in September, we've seen what South Carolina looks like in September. We understand that. And it's our always kind of wacky games. It's kind of our, well, it won't be at that time, but right, right now it's our sec East equivalent of Arkansas. Exactly. Um, but I, I, I think it's going to be a good game. They won't have Spencer Rattler. They'll have a new quarterback. Um, Jackson Dart could come back for another year. He'd be a third year starter, but if he goes on to somewhere else, there's Walker Howard that everybody's going to be pointing to as well. And, that that could be a very fun game. That one and Arkansas on the road are very fun games. And if Ole Miss is going to make the playoff, both of those have to be wins.
1: Yeah, and we don't traditionally win at USCE, and we don't traditionally win at Arkansas uh, unless it's in Little Rock. You know, we do pretty good in Little Rock. We just we usually do horrible in Fayetteville. But you never know. You never no know. Dip.
0: Maybe I can drop a phone call um to Bill Flowers to get him ready to go, so he can go suit up in Columbia.
1: Hey, there you go.
0: Maybe have Ethan Flat play with a quarterback with a uh, three-headed I, I, monster.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, you, yeah, you, I got, just, you got me feeling it.
1: That you know the the Jeff and Snead team and all the hype, and we went to South Carolina and just laid a complete egg.
0: Yeah the the. That, that, that 2009 game was just, oh, man. Um, but the flip side of that is, like, what we did in 2020. Yeah. Uh, to where South Carolina probably had the better team at that point. Um, but Matt Corral was able to will in that turnaround game that ended up going to the Outback Bowl that year. A lot of that started with that clipboard flip by Wayne oh. Kiffin to Elijah Moore. and. Oh you know, they've played a couple times. Kentucky playing in Oxford, nobody's worried about that. Nah. Um, state and Oxford, nobody's going to be worried about that one either. If you look at state schedule by the time they get to the Egg Bowl, heaven help them. Oh, in they're grief. up, dude. Yeah, and, I I, I oh, do not know. I, I don't did, know.
1: Who, I, oh, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, I don't know who they met, made mad at the SEC office, them in Alabama. I don't know how it happened or what it happened, but they need to be on their knees, begging forgiveness profusely because of whatever they did. Because at Tennessee, at Georgia, and at Texas, that is evil. Yeah. And then you put the egg bowl at the end of it. Whenever you're all beat up from all those games, because there's a possibility that two of those games are in November. So Mississippi State could be having the November from Hell. Right. And it, 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 it's it's not pretty. Alabama also needs to apologize as well. Basically they took the two ringleaders that pushed for this eighth game schedule and they're scheduling, punishing them. Oh gosh. Both both Alabama and Mississippi state have unbelievably brutal schedules.
1: Oh yeah. 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 I've got a state fan at, at work. He's like, Oh man. He said, what a brutal schedule. And I said, yeah, you know, like the one we had last year, you know, it just, (laughs) you know, it was backloaded and, it got ugly. So you you never know. You never know. But you know we've got a pretty brutal schedule in twenty twenty three. Also,
0: no, I refuse to call it brutal. I absolutely refuse to call it brutal. I, I just I, I don't mean, play that game. Brutal, at is all you no. Know? We play Georgia, to be pretty darn good. Yeah, I'll play. I'll say that we play at Georgia because yeah. that's realistically what makes it brutal. You take that away, it's the same. Last year's schedule was more difficult.
1: Oh yeah, I agree. And we can, and, and, and I'll say this and people will say, well, you're crazy, Tom. That's fine. There's nobody that we cannot beat on our schedule for 2023. And that includes Georgia. Yes. Yeah. They're going to have a new quarterback. They're going to, you know, I mean, it's going to be a lot of, it's going to be a lot of, uh, of, of things. I, I don't think people realize just how deep we are. I know I say that every podcast, but we have never been this deep in my lifetime.
0: Kirby, um, you can you can record this, you can clip this, you can put this on the bulletin board, but we're the second most difficult game on your schedule, Kirby, and we are coming to Athens to win that game.
1: Of course we are.
0: Yep. Anything less than your A game, you're getting beat that day, buddy.
1: Yep. We got the best best running back in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, good offensive line, a good offensive scheme. I mean, every year that Lane's been there, we've been a top 10 offense. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a little defense this year. You know, I was talking to somebody today, and they said, hey, uh, don't be surprised if Coleman plays a little jack.
0: You know, uh, that doesn't surprise me. That The more I think about it, you know, Coleman moving over there and doing that for their edge rushing stuff, mm-hmm. I think Santarian they're going to put over there because yeah. if you put him after the quarterback, he's going to turn into a holy terror, terror and be a, just a left tackle's worst nightmare.
1: Yep. Well,
0: you look then, back
1: at uh, you look back at the video when he was at TCU. They put him on the edge a lot. They kind of used him like a jack, mm-hmm. and and nobody could you know nobody could get to him. Nobody could touch him. So I think that we've got a uh, coach that that will see that and will use that to his advantage.
0: So okay, before we get out of here, I'm going to see the flash tonight. While the time this video is airing, whenever it goes up at seven o'clock tonight, I am in the movie theater right now looking at The Flash. So are you going to see The Flash? Yeah. Okay. Heck yeah. Uh, just because Michael Keaton coming back as Batman, I'm here for it. Take my $15. Yeah, exactly. The other one, Indiana Jones at the end of the month, the 30th. You going to that one? Definitely. Uh, The premiere was apparently last night and today a lot of people coming in. It's popping up online. A lot of people seem to like it. There's the general people. I think there's several people that like to come in and that whenever a superhero movie or Indiana Jones or a movie like that isn't Citizen Kane. They Mm -hmm. just treat it as if there's only one type of movie. But the people are saying it's. It, it's a fun ride like Raiders, and if it's like Raiders, I, I can handle the Dial of Destiny at that
1: point. Oh, yeah, I have got to see it.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm pretty excited, even, even, even if Haroldson Ford is 80 years old. yeah, At well, le- le- least I'm getting one more of this. If this is the last yeah. one I'm ever going to get, at least I'm getting this.
1: Exactly.
0: So, all right, before we get out of here, we're in the dog days of summer. We're in the worst month for college football, um, the month leading up to media days. How are we going to make the next four weeks pass, other than going to the Flash and Indiana Jones? I mean, we've got to to come up with something, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've got to come up with something.
0: Hmm. And we will. Yeah, because all of this is about fun, and we're going to go a little bit off topic because it is what it is. But we're going to – We're going to try and stay as much as possible about Ole Miss because we're about Ole Miss every day. We're about commentaries. We're about perspectives. And we're about having the conversation pretty consistently. The way I view this, Tom, is do you know how Norm was on Cheers, on, on his bar still? Yeah. And they'd get there and he'd just go to the place and he'd talk about whatever and he just enjoyed doing that. This chair right here, I am Norm. I like to come in here. I like to have conversations with people, talk about Ole Miss football, get their perspective, um, talk about what I think is going on and just have fun talking about Ole Miss because at the end of the day, this is about fun. Heck yeah. Anyway, thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available on all podcasts, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On podcast network, your team every day. Tom, Thank you so much, buddy, for stopping by. And once again, we'll do it next week. Well, hopefully there'll be some news to talk about.
1: Hey, that's wonderful. Hotty totty, everybody.
0: Hotty toddy.